Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus, who signs all around us. It's time to come to Him. With him and to be ready for Jesus to come for his people in the clouds. Welcome to Watch Therefore. My name is Dove Schwartz, host of the program here in northern Israel, proclaiming King Jesus is coming. Get ready. Oh, for anybody who loves Bible prophecy, for anyone who loves the Word of God, for anyone who wants to be ready in this hour and this day when the whole world's going ten kinds of crazy. Boy, do I have a word for you. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless our listeners today and make us ready for your coming, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, as as many are scoffing and mocking you today, Lord Jesus, help us to know what it means to abide in Jesus the Lord. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, there's a there's a special uh, place in the Bible, and and many know of this like the second half or the last quarter of what I'm going to be teaching today. But what is before it is not taught very often. Many don't know it unless you're a very strong student of your Bible. And so uh, I'm going to be reading from the prophet Jeremiah in the New Testament. The apostles, even through the book of Revelation emphasize the importance of knowing the prophets in the Bible. And so we're going to look at the last part of Jeremiah chapter 30 and then into Jeremiah 31 and then skip some and go down to the towards the end of Jeremiah 31. So so here we go Jeremiah 30 verses 23 and 24. Behold the whirlwind of the Lord goes forth with fury. A continuing whirlwind it will fall violently on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not return until he has done it and until he has performed the intents of his heart. In the latter days, you will consider it. So one way we can understand what a whirlwind is, is look at these massive tornadoes we're seeing in our day. Uh, There are times where there are tornado clusters that are record-breaking tornado events. uh, And we see them on the news. And when I look at these things, I think, wow. If this doesn't prove that there is a God, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, and, and so he speaks here in in uh, in an analogy in in a figurative sense of the, of the whirlwind, expressing the 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 wrath of the Lord, in what he calls here the latter days, the fierce anger of the Lord in the latter days. Well, listen, today we're seeing a preview, a warning of the great period of tribulation Jesus our Lord spoke of, and, and he warned this will be a time of trouble and tribulation that the world, like like which the world has never seen before. My goodness, I think of times like World War One and World War Two, uh, these catastrophic times that shook the earth, and they will pale in comparison to what is right around the corner. 
And, and so then the Lord speaks of something that is too little, too infrequently on the hearts of his people, but that is on his heart today. And what is that? Well, let's look in Jeremiah 31, beginning in verse 1 and just reading forward. At the same time, at the time this is taking place, at the same time, says Yahweh, the Lord, I will be the Elohim, the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when I went to give him rest. So he's talking here about Israel, his heart for Israel. And, and, and you can know when you see on the news, when you see in, in events in the world today, Israel, it's time to consider that these are the latter days. It's time to open your eyes and pay attention. Yeah. His heart, the heart of Abba, the father, uh, Yahweh, uh, the father, Yahweh, the son, Yahweh, the Holy Spirit is focused on Israel. Listen, I have, like I've said before in the program, I've got news programs here in Israel. I've got Chinese, American, Arab, French, English news, and I'm sure I'm leaving others out that I watch here that are um, very close to one another uh, on the dial, on the television. And in all of these, you see Israel in the news every week. Well, verse three and onward, the Lord has appeared of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Who's he talking about here? Israel. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Again, I will build you, and you shall be rebuilt, O virgin of Israel. You shall again be re- adorned with your tambourines, and you and shall go forth in the dances of those who rejoice. Now, look, he calls Israel a virgin. What does this mean? It means uh, the blood of Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, will wash Israel to be white as snow, just like you and I, who have been forgiven by the Lord. Now, I'm in an interesting situation because I am part of Israel now. Yes? Uh, and, and so... The reality is there is Jew and Gentile in Messiah Jesus and in Messiah Jesus. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This speaks of a time that that ultimately Israel will be saved, washed in the blood of Yeshua. Verse four and onward. And again, I will, or excuse me, verse five and onward. You shall plant vines on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and eat them as ordinary food. For there shall be a day when the watchman will cry on Mount Ephraim. Arise and let us go up to Zion, to Zion, to the Lord our God. And I've mentioned before in the program how Zion is a dirty word uh, in, in the news today and amongst the nations today, and especially uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, Islam, with violent Islam that hates the Zionist entity, Israel. Right? Well, listen, every believer in Jesus is, is, is saved by the God of Zion, Jesus Christ. That's who Jesus is. If that's not your Jesus, you got an idol. You you don't have the real Jesus of the Bible. He's the God of Zion. Verse 7 and onward. For thus says the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob, for Israel, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. You see, that's what we're to be doing. We're to be crying out and thankful and rejoicing that Jesus the Lord is going to save Israel. Yes, is that your heart? 
Is that what you're doing in this hour? You're here for such a time as this to proclaim, give praise and say, oh, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. What is the remnant of Israel? Well, this is an end times um, uh, terminology that refers to the second coming of Messiah Jesus that we see, for example, in Romans 11. Now, listen, this is so very important for our listeners. From the first century onward, Paul had a revelation from the Holy Spirit and probably began to see it in the churches that there would be a time that the Gentile believers numerically would be in the majority and the Jewish believers in Jesus would be in the great minority. And, and, and that began to take place later on in the first century that began to take place. Yes. Actually, it began to take place probably in the mid first century, but it, 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 by the end of the first century that was established. And of course, in the second, third centuries onward until today, the, the Gentile believers greatly outnumber the Jewish believers in Jesus Christ. Yes. And so, Paul saw what was coming and he wrote Romans 9 through 11, the chapters 9 through 11, telling the Gentile believers, the non-Jewish believers in Jesus, how to think about Israel. And he said in Romans 11, I do not want you to become ignorant of this mystery. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should become ignorant of this mystery, lest you become wise or arrogant in your own opinion. For blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And then, as it is written, all of Israel will be saved. For the deliverer will come out of Zion and turn ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. This is the remnant of Israel that will be saved when Messiah Jesus returns. And, of course, there's been a remnant, uh, according to grace, an election that have been saved all through time that there has been such a nation, Israel. There's been a remnant who are saved by faith in Messiah Yeshua. Some before the cross looked forward to the Messiah coming and others looked back and to, and also look forward to a second coming. So there's a remnant of Israel that will be saved. So we see in Romans chapter nine that it speaks of a remnant that will be saved when the Messiah comes. Yes, Jesus, the Lord is coming And his first order of business when he returns will be to destroy the enemies of Israel and to save that remnant. And and so, are you thinking of Israel? Are you proclaiming and giving praise and saying, Oh Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. The Bible commands us to do just that. Now I'm going to take a break for just a moment and once again declare... Uh, that we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers that is doing just what this Bible, this Bible verse says. We're, we're proclaiming to the Lord. We're giving him no rest, rest until he makes Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. We are, we're ministering through the believers here in the land of Israel, at least the ones that are our partners, some of the believers. And we are, are excited to report to you Jewish people and Arab people are coming to faith in Messiah Yeshua through their ministries. We're, we're excited to proclaim to you that disciples of Yeshua are being made we're, we're excited to proclaim to you that, that this ministry is a light reflecting Messiah Yeshua here into a lost and dying 
uh, world. We're here doing that. So you can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. And, and I'm reminded as we're getting ready to send out our monthly newsletter, sign up for our newsletter. It's free, and you can have prayer points and be kept up to date on much of what is going on in Israel. So go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. And when you financially partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you also help keep this program watch, therefore, on the air. Few, uh, a, a few closing moments of our uh, Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour regarding sign-up. Time is getting short. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and sign up for this tour before it's too late. You don't want to miss it. Lots of information on the website. If you have any questions, let us know. Now, we go back into the program, and we're at Jeremiah 31, verse 8, and onward, behold, I will bring them, Israel, from the north country and gather them from the ends of the earth. Among them, the blind and the lame, the woman with child and the one who labors with child together, a great throng shall return there. They shall come with weeping and with supplications. I will lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel and Ephraim is my firstborn. Do you hear God's heart for Israel? Let me ask you a question. Is his heart for Israel your heart for Israel? Oh, that my head were waters and my eyes a fountain of tears, Jeremiah says in chapter 9, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. You see, we're to have a heart just like the Lord has a heart. Jeremiah had a weeping heart for Israel. Yeshua, Jesus cried. He wept over Jerusalem. Do we weep over Jerusalem or is our heart so different from his heart? And and, and he says here from the north country, the Lord will bring them. And, and so amazingly, spectacularly. I remember a pastor I was listening to back in 19, in the mid nineties. He said, Oh, I've been going to Israel for years. He said, and I sit at Ben Gurion airport and I watch the prophet Jeremiah's words leap off the pages into my life. He said, I would watch the jets landing from the North country due North from Israel is Russia. And then when the Soviet union fell, the Jews came out and the gospel went in. And a million Jewish people came out. I, I live here in northern Israel where the ships were coming in when they were coming into the Haifa port because not only were they landing by plane into Ben Green Airport, they were coming in by sea from Russia and landing in this port. And in, in this area in northern Israel where I live, a big part of the population speaks Russian. I have friends who speak Russian. They tell me, not only, you know, because I speak English, they say, not only do you need to learn Hebrew, you need to learn Russian. Why? Because of Jeremiah 31. It's been fulfilled in our lifetimes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Isaiah, uh, excuse me, Jeremiah 31, 10 and onward. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. You know who that would be? Anyone who's listening to this program that's not in Israel. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Are you listening out there? You are listening to this program. Watch, therefore, hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it. And the isles afar off and say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. You see what I'm doing right now? I'm, I'm obeying the Lord. 
I'm declaring and proclaiming to you so that you can hear this and now that you can declare and you can proclaim to those in the nations around you. Jesus is coming. The Lord is coming. He's gathering Israel. He will gather Israel. He will come back to Israel and sit on the throne of David. That is what we should be doing in this hour. Or will we walk around in our lazy, lukewarm, dead religion and call it Christianity? Like so many do in modern Western Christianity today. No, this is an hour to be excited. Jesus is coming. This is an hour he's gathering Israel. Yes, in, in Jeremiah thirty-one eleven onward. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of one stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, streaming to the goodness of the Lord, for wheat and new wine and oil, for the young of the flock and the herd. Their souls shall be like a well-watered garden, and they shall sorrow no more at all. Wow, look at this. Though the devil and his demonic and the world and its systems have hated Israel and tried to keep them from coming to this land and trying to keep them from possessing this land, the Lord is stronger. He is stronger. And the world and the nations have challenged the the God of Israel. You cannot bring them and bring them back. You cannot gather the Jewish people to Judea and Samaria. We will call it the West Bank. And we will tell you, oh God, you cannot bring your people back here. Who's going to win, folks? Who's going to win? The nations have laid down the gauntlet. They have challenged Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of the armies of heaven. And we will see. We have a front row seat and we can proclaim Jesus is alive. He's the king of Israel and he will win. Hallelujah. Uh, Jeremiah 31, 13 and 14. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance and the young men and the old together. For I will turn their mourning to joy, will comfort them and make them rejoice rather than sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the priest with abundance and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. He's talking about his people, Israel. Oh, it's going to be a new day. It's going to be a new day in Israel. Now, I'm going to skip down to chapter 31, verse 31 and onward. Why? This is the passage that some know. And and, and so I again ask the question, with whom did the Lord make the new covenant? I've asked this question in pastor's conferences. I've asked this question to many Christians. And I say, with whom did the Lord make the new covenant? Maybe one or two out of hundreds or thousands have answered correctly. But listen to the answer. With whom did the Lord make the new covenant? Jeremiah 31, 31 through 36 or 37. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand, to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for a light by day, the ordinance of the moon and the stars for a light by night, who disturbs the sea and its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, says the Lord, 
then the seed of Israel shall also cease from being a nation for me before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if heaven above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, says the Lord. So we see here, the Lord made the new covenant with Israel. And then briefly for a, about a 2000 year period of time, a parenthesis in time sent that gospel to the nations, that new covenant gospel to the nations. Yet always remember he made the new covenant before that, the David covenant before that, the Moses covenant before that, the Abraham covenant, he made those covenants with Israel and believers in Jesus in the nations have been grafted into that new covenant, grace and mercy. And the Bible is very clear that he is going to bring this gospel, this new covenant fully back to Israel and they will look upon him whom they have pierced. It says in Zechariah 12 verse 10, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. They will repent for rejecting Jesus when he returns. And until then, between that time now and then, there are Jewish people coming to Messiah Jesus here and there. But in that hour, everyone in Israel who survives that great tribulation that is alive when Messiah Jesus returns will receive him as Lord and all of them will be saved. And he says, as long as there's a sun and a moon, he says, as long as uh, there is a heaven, as long as there is things that cannot be denied, just as well. Israel cannot be denied. He will save his people and he will establish his people, Israel, forever and ever and ever. And so we see these things rapidly coming to pass. We see the preparation for the prophetic end time events to take place. And part of that includes all hell breaking loose on this earth. And that's why we have a program called Watch Therefore. Because in the twinkling of an eye, the Bible says Messiah Jesus will change his people, Jew and Gentile and Messiah Jesus, and take us up into the clouds, into the marriage ceremony in heaven. And then at the end of that seven-year tribulation, we will come back and reign and rule with Messiah Jesus. When's he coming to do that? Nobody but the Father knows. And that's why our Lord Jesus told us, watch therefore. For you don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. And be ready. Pray with me. O Father in heaven, O Holy Father, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for Israel, your precious, your precious, precious people, your precious, precious land. And also thank you for telling us they are your timepiece and that we need to be ready. Now we ask you to fill us with your spirit and help us as the world is coming against your people, Israel, to destroy it. Destroy the land and the people. Help us to proclaim and to stand and to rejoice and to pray for your people, Israel, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Please give your people who are listening today to this program your heart for your people, Israel, and for your land, Israel. Bless our listeners today. Please, Father, Messiah, Jesus' name we ask it. Amen.
Well, don't forget, you can come to Israel with us and to establish your heart in Israel on our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. We are out of time today. Until we get together next time, remember to watch Therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.